Hello, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the College Meetings Podcast. Today, we've got Ben and Scott here, uh, but we also have a guest, Lily. Would you like to say hi? Hello, everyone. Lovely to be back. Such a such a pleasure. Uh, yeah, wait, how many? It was a month or two ago that she was on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Time. yeah. So, we're happy to have you back as well. Uh, today, we're going to be talking kind of generally about uh, COVID and how that's impacted our senior year. So it's going to be living with the pandemic and uh, generally just being seniors, how that experience is at college. Uh, But without further ado, please like and subscribe. If you aren't already subscribed, check out our links for merch down below also uh, at the end of the video or at the end of the podcast, however you're listening. Uh, And Lily has question of the day. I do indeed. So I recently asked this to someone and they had an amazing answer. So it is, what is the smallest, what is your smallest hill to die on? Like what is a very small, inconsequential, like take that you have on something that you will like ruin relationships over? And I'll give you an example. I said, what's your hill to die on? And she goes, Amelia Earhart was killed by coconut crabs. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So there you go. What's your hill to die on? I so the first thing that came to my mind since he just bought a brand new iPhone uh-huh. because I'm a hardcore diehard Android user. That's a hell of a diehard. So, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I Android. I always have arguments with him that Android's better than Apple when it comes to smartphones. Yeah. Um And I, I haven't. I I originally had an iPhone. I had an iPhone four, uh, but then I switched over to Android. And I've never switched back since. Yeah. And me and him argue about this all the time. It's a blast. It's it's fun. I mean, Scott's wrong, and we we both know that. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Trey Hill to die on. (laughs) Just caught it all that. Who wants to go next? I'm not. I don't know. Um. Ooh, this is gonna offend people. Oh boy. (laughs) Harry Potter's really just not that good. That, no, Tim is I, wrong. that's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's not his like small hill to die. I, I brought up Harry Potter this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm no, honestly, honestly, I'm pretty neutral. But yeah. but I'm sorry, they're not that good. <laughs> I I have some really complicated feelings about Harry Potter because my little brother, who hopefully will never hear about this podcast, um, is like like really into it and like listened mm-hmm. to the audiobooks all growing up. And like he's like six five, and he will like go like lift weights to the gym. And listen to Harry Potter audiobooks. <laughs> and like I just hate that so much. And like the voice of Jim Dale is like burned into my memory. So anyway, I, but but like I, I like it, the books. To be fair, I haven't read the books. All I've watched are the movies. Oh god. But, but I, I've seen each of the movies a couple of times. Okay. I think the books are better. But yeah. you know, that's fine. Um I don't know. I'm not. Do you guys have anything that you think I would do? Um, small hill to die on. I don't know. Go, I, when it comes to me, go figure it out. I'm not small hills. Okay. Or or just a medium-sized hill to die on. Is it a movie or TV show that you think's really good, but other people think it's bad? For it. <laughs> I was just watching the second movie. And then we I just, did this. Just oh, oh, okay, wait, don't tell me what happens, but I'm, like, really enjoying it. Don't yeah. spoil it, don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I guess my film of that would be like, Borat is just not a good movie. <laughs> like, okay. like, it's not, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. Like, it's, it's funny, and it's a very good comedy, but, like, it's not a good movie, you know? 
I don't think it's supposed to be a good movie. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think he has a, I, I like his sense of humor in that um, I love chaos and I just like it. I yeah. feel like it's similar to The Office where like if you really enjoy people just being super uncomfortable, like you will find it funny. Oh, and otherwise, I guess that's like, my small note. The Office that's, is Maybe that's your hill to die on. Yeah. The Office is not funny. Oh, uh, we're going to fight at I remember I The Office. Like it was so uncomfortable for like season one, but then mm-hmm. I grew to love being uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it's, I think that if you can laugh at, at really uncomfortable, sad situations, life will be easier. That's, that's actually a large hill yeah. to die on for me, but a small hill to die on would probably be like, I just don't see the point of skateboards. Like I know people do it for fun, but I'm like really into mountain biking and like you can carry stuff and like go uphill. And so if you're ever like, oh, what wheel like thing should I like right. make a part of my, like, why would you choose a skateboard? Um, and I'm sorry, because so, I know we probably have some cool skater bro fans, and you're better than me, so. So, I want to ask you, what do you think about electric skateboards? Well, just get a bike. That's my hill to die on. Just get a freaking bike. Yeah. <laughs> you tons of cities are getting electric scooters now yeah. instead of bikes? Yeah. I yeah. don't know what that's all about. That bums me out, because similarly, you can't get a milk crate on that. You just gotta backpack it. I think Why so. are the scooters better than the bikes? I think it's because... I guess, is it just options? It I might think, be cheaper. It also might be easier to ride. I'm sorry, I'll let you go on. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think it's because it could be easier to, first of all, make electric compared to bikes. Um, so like renewable energy or whatever, but like it's a bike and you can just pedal. So I guess mm-hmm. taking out the physical aspect, so you could like an electric scooter to work and not be sweaty when you get there. And maybe scooters are electric scooters are a bit slower than bikes, so there's less chance of like collisions or whatever. I don't know. No, I'm down to spend the next like forty five minutes talking about this. Any <laughs> <laughs> other questions? I like to my cars. <laughs> Okay, so the <laughs> that podcast episode below. Yeah. So I guess we can transition into our first discussion here, and it's about how COVID has impacted us during school. Uh, we can take this a variety of different ways. Uh, you can talk about it emotionally, mentally, physically, religiously. I don't know. So. Oh, don't think I won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyone can discuss. Honestly, this is like a open discussion sort of podcast. I feel like this podcast is maybe less of <laughs> Um Yeah, you definitely like it's it's hard to like have a, a hot take if you're like, oh, people are going to listen to it. But also, maybe I should think about things before I say them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good deal, Diane. <laughs> well, can I just ask, like, um, I guess this is sort of part of it, but like, what? How did how did the news of COVID hit your guys' college? And like, what, like, how soon did you go home? And like, what was that like? So last semester, we went uh-huh. home for spring break. And uh-huh. at the end of spring break, they were like, yeah, don't come back. Like, okay. We'll okay. organize you guys coming back to get your stuff. But like, you come back, get it, you go. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. It was okay. all up in the air. So like, we may have gone back at the end of semester. We may not have mm-hmm. gone back. We wound up not going back. So okay. over the summer, they had to organize us getting the rest of our stuff. Mm-hmm. And now this semester, there's a bunch of rules and restrictions and stuff but it's not terrible like Mm -hmm. they had to tighten it up a little bit because a little more because we had a little bit of a spike in cases but now it's gone back down a bit so they're gonna try and loosen in a week or something like that but Mm -hmm. there's rules obviously wear a mask social distance 
only a couple of guests, things like that. I, um, I get, yeah, yeah. I guess the ahead. thing that it's it's the hardest for me is during the weekends. Normally on campus, there'd be like it'd be alive, and people walking around, people socializing, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's especially an area on campus that's pretty near to us, which would be like the gathering area. Mm-hmm. It's a good way the to party. say it. Area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the gathering zone. That's kind of a fun name. And and we'll be walking around on campus, I don't know, sometimes on the weekend, and Mm -hmm. there's literally, it's dead. Yeah. Zero. There's hardly any cars Mm -hmm. on campus. Everybody's gone. Everybody goes home, which is probably not safe. But, yeah, everybody goes home for the weekend, and there's nothing, you know, in the interest of honesty, like, we know where a good portion of people are. Also, they're going to bars, yeah. which isn't safe right Pretty now. Safe. Yeah, but. yeah. Can you, know, you blame it's, it's, Huh? Can you blame them? No, no, I mean, I that's the thing, too. It's like, uh, you know, I was talking to my, my brother about this, who is, like, at his college right now. But, um, you know, I can't imagine, you know, being, like, the age we are, where you're supposed to be going out, being super social, like, exploring life. Um, and, and then being stuck at home with your parents and that, that you're not there anymore, like that you're not going to go, you know, hold hands with somebody or mm-hmm. go to a bar, you know, like certain things like that, that are, it's so hard to not do. Um, I feel like one of the ways that this really impacted me is that like, it just screwed over all of my coping mechanisms. Cause I would like go to the gym or I would go dance or I'd like go hang out with friends and you just like, can't do any of that. Um, but, but at my school is weird because it actually happened like mid semester um, and so there was this wild day where everyone's like, you know, we get the email and, and, you know, people are like crying and some people are laughing and I like go outside and I'm talking to someone on the phone. Um, and it's important to the story. I was wearing like a very cute dress this day, but it's kind of like a, a pioneer lady dress. Um, and I just remember being like, oh, like this happened before, like this was happening in like 1918 or something like yeah. at this college. And actually one of the the houses that got like converted into like a, infirmary or whatever and so it just was this very weird moment of like oh this is a moment in history um and we were all together for it compared to like going home um and then i ended up living with some some friends of mine from my uh church and uh you know they're two 70 year old women so i didn't touch anyone for like three months and that that probably did something to my brain um but now i'm i'm like living near my campus and similarly i bike through there a lot and it's like ghost town um, and it's super, super weird, but like, ca- I don't know, kind of cool. So I don't know that that's like my little snapshot and experience, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like every couple of days I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, it's happening again. Still, you know, it's still sort of hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. So when do you think this will be over? Five years. Defined. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, I think that's important. I think like, in five years, we will be walking around without masks on, okay. going to bars, vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Sorry, that's my really, it's because it's no. I, I live with biochem nerds. And so talking to them about it, like, they're like, there's no way you're going to get a vaccine that early because you just, yeah. you know, you have to, if, if it's going to be as widely distributed as we want it to be, like, you can't control for every possible iteration. And especially like, you know, if you have pre-existing conditions that might make it harder for a vaccine to work or more dangerous or something. So I just feel like lag time and then distribution and then figuring it out, it's going to be about five years. Yeah. No, Lily, I, I tend to agree with you on that. Even the, the social aspects of there's going yeah. to continue to be people that, you know, they might mm-hmm. live with elderly people at home. Right. Um, 
And we're going to have to continue for at least five years to be conscious of those mm-hmm. people before yeah. it's really like, okay, this is the reality. In the long run, I think COVID is going to continue to be somewhat like the flu. If, if I had mm-hmm. to get, I'm so far from bio person. But um, warning, we are inexperienced and not drugs. But, you know, I tend to agree. It's going to be five years before it's it's life now instead of yeah. You know, yeah. adjusting to to different people's circumstances. I do feel really, really lucky to not be like 12, though, while this is happening. Like, yeah. I feel like that would make this so much worse. Yeah. And yeah. you want to talk about education? Yeah, so my brother's 12. Um, oh, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no. Um, he's going to school on Mondays and Wednesdays, I believe. No, Wednesday. No, he's he's still going. My high school just got shut down, but he's in the middle school, so he's still going. uh, Two days a week. And then the other two days, he's at home, and it's tough. Like, I'm not around him, so I don't don't really know how well he's learning. But he Mm -hmm. says that he's not. My parents say that he's not. Um, So, it's tough, though. Yeah, yeah. I think in the long run, something that could be good is out of this those students that do wind up learning are also going to learn a fantastic work ethic out of this hell yeah at a pretty early Mm -hmm. age i mean Mm -hmm. it all depends on the kid like maybe they'll react well and get the really good learning abilities or like react poorly and just not learn anything so Mm -hmm. yeah the the group of kids that you know i think about even more than the 12 year olds though are, are like the five-year-olds like yeah how are they learning how to read right now it's definitely challenging like a lot of the people at work have little kids and and you know trying to get them to like not make noise while you're in a meeting like you know giving them an ipad is the easiest way to do that um and there's you know i it, it's such a sensory overload thing like if you yeah. you know we I, I think we were maybe the one of the last generations to really like grow up without social media and like technology being super like I don't know if matriculated is the word, but I heard someone use it recently and I was like, that's a good word. Um, so, you know, like just like oversaturated into our lives versus right. little kids now. Like if you see like a brightly colored, super loud, engaging video, like how is anything going to be as interesting as that for you, you know, as like a five-year-old? Um, definitely going to have an impact. But Scott, I don't know if you feel this way. I feel like um, having an online job made me so much better prepared for, for school. And there's a lot of things I like a lot more about remote college than I do about IRL college. Um, like I obviously miss my friends, but I feel like classes are way more manageable and I like know how to work remotely yeah. because of that experience. Yeah. I'd say the, the internship experience of working online, online definitely prepared me for the fall semester, but I will say that I, I do have one in, in-person class and mm-hmm. that's the, and Tim confesses, it's not the greatest class. All time, it's it's a, it's an okay class. What's the class, guys? Um, it's an economics course. Okay, cool. Uh, so, but the thing is, I look forward to going to that class twice a week, like a lot, compared to my mm-hmm. other courses that are online. Yeah. Um, like with a passion, almost like I'll. It's so it's so much better to me, like being able to participate in class compared to on Zoom, because like the participation participation on zoom is so lackluster like no one wants to it's so awkward yeah i feel really bad for the professors who are like you guys please say something and like everyone's doing something else simultaneously like the multitasking thing is really really a bad habit to get into with that stuff 
online I feel classes. so bad yeah. for all of my online classes when it's just a bunch of like letters on Zoom and it's just the professor's face. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, okay. Sorry. I, I know this is like kind of a sad topic slash like everyone who's like listening to this is also probably experiencing their own thing, but I would be, you know, Scott, when we were talking over the the textual device, the phone, um, you were saying that, that like motivational podcast or what's that face? The textual device. <laughs> the rectangle. Um, the rectangle. <laughs> that, that like motivational podcast or something that you've really yeah. liked tapped into obviously i mean i'm like i just biked like 20 miles like i'm not about to motivate anybody i'm pretty oh, tired but wow. i'd be curious to hear like where you guys feel like you built maybe more capacities or like like yeah the mental health front especially like how how do you sustain becoming the person you are like trying to be better in this context of like omg this is so not ideal um big deep question but we're gonna get emotionally vulnerable everyone get excited I or think don't that's okay I think the three of us are very lucky because Heck yeah. we all get to live together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is great. And like our house has multiple people in it. It's not just like a two-person dorm room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at least we get like a group. Yeah. Yeah, like you like, know for a mess or anything like that. Like we all hang out. Mm-hmm. So we do get like a little bit of social just right off the bat. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's six of us that get to just hang out like it's normal times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nonstop, which it's, I think is very fortunate because yeah. the majority of people on planet Earth don't have that right now. Yeah. And, and you have to compare yeah. that to people living in two-person dorm rooms. They're, it's a lot smaller. Their community consists of two <laughs> people. Yeah. I don't even yeah, know how to do really that. that's really tough. That's really, really tough. Mm-hmm. You see the same person every minute of every day. I mean, I have three roommates and I even feel, I mean, like, I love them all so much. And, and it's been a, similarly just such an amazing gift to, like, be able to build a small community. But even with that, I, I definitely feel like, oh, I need to see more people than this. Like, this is this is small. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, it's just gotten so, like, convoluted and weird. And there's, like, so many, like, inside jokes now that, like, build on each other because it's just <laughs> us. We, like, made a newsletter and, like, it's... <laughs> They create their own digest. Yeah. Yeah. You Currently, know. they're doing an ice challenge. I don't know if you know what the, it's like, where you like hide like um, a liqueur bottle of you know oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. have you. Yeah. yeah. So like that's on our fridge right now. Um, and I'm like, you guys should hide Greek yogurt for me. Or something. Uh, <laughs> those, uh, yeah. It's uh, called getting ice. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. yeah. So I live in a frat house. Is the general takeaway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what I'm going after this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm really excited that we're going to have like a very intense D&D campaign this, this yeah. January. Get that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> right? Are you being sarcastic? I'm no, like, I love D&D. I've never been able to play. Like I've watched so If many. you want to zoom into our D&D campaign, we can definitely talk about it. I'm going to be DM slash God power tripping the entire time. But... <laughs> so... Just to go back to your original question, I think we can mm-hmm. just go around and we can give like one to two things that they're doing to stay motivated for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, reading and motivational podcasts, like like I said earlier. Um, and also I bought a fidget, not a fidget spinner, but like a fidget thing. Because like I was having so much trouble focusing on my work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I need something to, to fidget with. And honestly, like there's scientific studies around that how it does help you actually be more productive i have like a squishy ball here yeah yeah nice it has helped a lot 
I'm debating if I should say, honestly. So, Lily, uh, I forget if we talked about it on the last podcast. I'm a bartender now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we did very briefly. And I was like, we don't have time to like go into this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, it's amazing. I really enjoy like finding out new recipes. Like, Halloween's cool. fun coming up. Like, yeah. So, it's a hobby on the side. Obviously, there's a lot of responsibilities that come with it. Uh, uh-huh. Podcast listeners, yeah, be responsible. But it's very fun to, you know, just try new things and learn new recipes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think picking up that hobby uh, has helped. Right on, right on. Yeah, like no, definitely honestly, just like learning something new. Go ahead. Honestly, that hobby helps us because like trying his new drinks, like it's fun. Like it's a good uh-huh. time. And like mm-hmm. most of them, honestly, now that he's gotten better, most of them do honestly taste good. And, like, they're fun to taste. Like they said, most. <laughs> no, the, the thing is, you know, when I'm experimenting and, like, I don't know what this is going to taste like. There's there's so many drinks out there. Yeah. And, like, the age of the drinker actually comes into it a ton. Like, I'm yet to meet a college student that actually likes gin. But, like, every 50-year-old person I know likes gin. Or at least yeah. many of them. Um, so it's like those kinds of things, you know, when I'm trying to make new drinks. I know mm. probably they're not going to like them, but I'd still like to know. Mm. I think I'm very fortunate in that I am I work well, even if I'm not motivated. So, like, I don't really think I've been doing anything to stay motivated, but just, like, I guess deadlines, I would, I would be able to say motivate me just because mm-hmm. I know that I have all these things to do, so I know I have to get them done, so I do get them done. But... I guess I do really enjoy learning and there are so many things that I'm looking forward to learning. Like I'm learning, I'm starting to learn linear regression and modeling. I'm in a, I'm in a multiple regression class. It's so freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's actually one of the most powerful um, statistical models like out there and so many people use it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Super, super cool. I'm doing an independent study over the winter break. I'm nice. doing another independent study in my extra semester. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to so many things, like medium and long term. So, like in the short term, it, it helps just getting through the things that I, the classes that I don't really enjoy, to get to the classes that I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right on. And then the weekend. Um, so. And then yeah, <laughs> that's no, that's rad. Um, I, I remember just very briefly, I, I used to work in like a lot of restaurants slash like bar spots and it, it was always bananas to me like how into like drinks people got, um, but but also really cool. It's like a, a whole world that once you once you get into it. Um, yeah, okay. I think I'm like extremely, um, I, I've definitely dealt with, you know, like why would, why else would I be so funny? You know, I've definitely like had my, my issues with like depression and stuff in the past. And I, I definitely learned a lot from it. And one of the things I talk about with, you know, my brother is like, oh, this is like kind of a superpower. Cause you know, I have to like eat really healthy and like drink a lot of water and exercise like an insane amount in order to kind of like keep everything regulated. Um, so I've been really like not compromising on that. And especially cause everything's remote. I I've like, not been very sleep deprived at all which has been super super cool so like 9 45 i'm going to bed and yeah. then i'm gonna read for an hour and it's gonna be awesome and like that's where <laughs> i like self-care every day um but also like 
you know, I, I love what you said about, I'm sorry, I forget the kind of, can we maybe just say our names one more time and we can go it up because like, yeah. Tim and Ben and uh, Scott. Yeah. Okay, you see how from my perspective it's sort of blurred together. Uh, yeah. but, but Ben, what you said about like being actually intellectually curious and excited about your homework. I'm taking a linear algebra class right now. Super, super cool. It's so bananas. I have a midterm right now and I'm loving it. It's, it's really, and, and, you know, I was definitely like really nervous at the beginning, but just trying to like take ego out of it and just enjoy the work and be like, yeah, it's, I'm not going to get all of it. It's hard, but it's also super interesting. Um, and it feels really good to like keep your brain moving and motivated. Um, and, and like how, I don't know, it's, it's amazing to me that I know so much about this topic that I like didn't even know about a month ago. So I, I love, I love that aspect of being in school, um, despite the, the weird remote stuff. Yeah. 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 Linear is very interesting. Oh my god, it's so cool. And like, especially like like solving stuff in multiple dimensions. I mean, like you can't even fathom what like a yeah. plane in six dimensions would look like, but it exists because you can solve for it, maybe. I don't know. I like to get into this debate with my math teachers about like whether or not math exists or not. Um <laughs> if you guys want to <laughs> get in there at all. But it, it's kind of interesting, yeah. Show me the number two. <laughs> not two of something. The number two. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and like stats is like using math about science, but like math itself is not, yeah, anything really. It's just a bunch of rules that make sense. Yeah. Everything is math. Did you guys ever take discrete math? That's like my favorite, favorite class. No. I think we offer that. Would recommend. I'm actually, I think I'm going to take um, graph theory next semester, which I'm really, really excited, which was like part of that, but it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking discrete. <laughs> no way. I have my electives. I'm done. I'm just You're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you guys still feeling like motivated and excited about classes, even as seniors, or like where how are we feeling about that stuff? Yeah. I'm Did lucky because I have some great professors mm -hmm. and like the classes that I'm in now. I'm in a couple of like I'm in intro physics, which is like it sucks as a senior, but like I do really enjoy physics. So like, I really like being in classes as like the oldest person though, because I like play music and I like get everyone really hyped. I had like an eight AM Cal class last semester, and I would just like walk in like three cups of coffee and like ready to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I am definitely less motivated about classes than I was last year. Uh, mm -hmm. I agree. It. About him or about you? I'm <laughs> very relational, I think. Like, mm -hmm. uh, part of my motivation to do so well in a class is like a relationship with the professor. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as you remove that, um, you're teaching yourself. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it, it's mentally different for me now. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, uh, a conversation that I was having uh, with my advisor recently, uh, I'm beginning to apply to grad school, something about who's going to be writing letters of recommendation for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for a math professor to write one, uh, since mm -hmm. that's my minor, and it would look good in applying for grad schools. Uh, but I had a good relationship with my Calc 1 professor in person, but all of my subsequent math classes, with the exception of one, have been fully on Zoom. And, you know, it would look good to have, like, the higher-level electives, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that best relationship was so early on. So it's a bit of a debate, um, and it's, you know, weighing the costs and benefits. 
Right. And I think for grad school, it's different, but for job search stuff, like, and I, I, you know, this, this is actually my larger hill to die on, but like anything is trainable, you know? And so it, it'd be much more impactful, I think, to have someone who knows you really well um, and like the joy that you bring to learning, regardless of what the thing is, than than like the gold star on your forehead, whatever. But that being said, I know grad school is different. So that's my, my yeah. sense. Yeah. I couldn't agree with that more. Like you can learn, anybody can learn anything. Yeah. I love the quote. Uh, I completely forget who it was from. I think that there were two different quotes that were pretty much the same thing, two different people. But it was basically like every kid is a genius. They just learn to not be smart over time. Like they learn to not apply themselves and work hard and things like that. But every kid can be a genius. Yeah, and, and there's a way where, you know, if you have access to the internet these days, like you really can learn anything. You know, it's just whether or not you can actually sit down and do it and like that is sort of what we're being forced to do anyway now um but i wonder if if we have a good enough relationship with ourselves ultimately that if you're alone in a room you'll you'll be able to like do that and and kind of deal with the the confusion and frustration of not knowing you know Mm -hmm. for me um what what motivates me uh with my classes is the subject matter um for me it's kind of a split this semester since i'm taking Mm -hmm. like a couple of courses I really like, and then I'm taking a couple that I just I don't care about. Like, mm-hmm. um, like for example, you take pictures of the moon, Scott. I could take pictures of the moon. Um, am I passionate about that? No. no that's I, I like looking at the moon through binoculars sometimes. <laughs> that is fun. It's a fun but, date idea, you guys. You can keep that. <laughs> or, or I'm learning about time to buy a telescope. <laughs> or, or I'm learning about law, and like if I can't get into it, then I'm not going to be as motivated to mm-hmm. do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the uh, on the opposite side of things, um, I'm taking like an econometrics course, which um, uses a ton of linear and multiple regression. It's super cool looking at That's awesome. yeah. um, like economic variables now when doing your regressions. Mm-hmm. And then I took a, a Federal Reserve course that was only sadly half a semester. I wish it was still going on, mm-hmm. but we learned all about monetary policy and the Fed's decision making, um, but it's over. Um, so it's like, it's, I enjoy going to the classes I'm passionate about, but once I'm not, I, I really could care less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think as a senior, I know Tim says this a lot for him specifically, but I do think as seniors, busy work is just terrible. Like senior year is when we are learning exactly what we need to know for our careers and things like that. Right. And just mm-hmm. like taking pictures of the moon is like, what? Senior year? Yeah. This is not useful. I definitely said this on the podcast before. My lowest grades in college are busy work classes. Yes. I will stare at my computer screen for three hours before I find, before I even start finding the 10 vocabulary words that I already knew. The 10 vocabulary words that I didn't know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for my vocab list. You know, it's right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it's not even healthy. Like, it, it's yeah. a flaw. Well, I should just be able to, okay, just find 10 long words in this. But I'll stare at it for three hours before I do anything. Yeah. Well, the, the really cool thing that I found is that, um, like, I, I similarly, I, like, I have a really hard time getting excited about classes. Like, like the, yeah, my lowest grades are always easy classes that I would just always push to the end because I was so excited about this other thing I was doing. Right. Um, and that being said, like, aim for bees and have a social life. That's, like, my pro tip because ultimately, like, two years out of college, nobody cares about your GPA other hell to die on um but i I do really feel like i may have also quoted this poem on the podcast before like having real work like you know and and for me like being at a job at an office and working on projects and i know what the impact is is so much more motivating than being like oh i have to check all these boxes you know um 
and, and like that's that's a gift but it's definitely challenging especially at the end of a college career and that looks so different than than anything you know we could have really anticipated so yeah, yeah. i feel that that reminded me of a del- uh, another demotivating thing this, this semester wow this is so like depressing. my favorite, <laughs> this is very my, like, favorite thing is trying to get people to like drop out of school i'm like do it all my favorite people did <laughs> like, i have like a so. number of classes this semester where i put where with the grades i've gotten so far like it's mm-hmm. almost impossible for me to get the grade that like was the goal when i went in you know i'm gonna pass all of them that's not the problem but that's so demotivating because I'm like, all right, well, now I missed the goal. Mm-hmm. So. so how do you, how have we been like changing and reevaluating our goals in response to the crisis? Like, yeah, yeah. For classes. As, wow. For example, I think uh, it's, it's working on those social skills because the way that I still get those goals, like, um, I've got two classes in mind where I'm already thinking about, you know, going like this week, asking for extra credit opportunities, mm-hmm. because especially if I ask this early in the semester where there's still plenty of time left. Dude, this is three weeks. I yeah, know, isn't that crazy? But three weeks is a lot better than it's like the week before finals. Yeah. Like, okay, now I'll be great. That's it. And most professors think it's earlier also. Yeah. Just like most right. students do, because they forget it's only early. Yeah. I'm lucky um, we have like a lot of project-based classes. I'm excited about. Yeah. Yeah. So, asking for extra credit, I think, is important for students this semester that aren't doing as well as they normally would do, because I think that they still can reach their goals if they're willing to ask. No, that's that's a very good hot tip, and I think that in general, like just stalking the hell out of your professors is like never a bad idea, you know, and going to office hours and really showing up for that that type of thing. Because you're absolutely right that when you know the person, it's a lot easier to like be connected to them. Um, one one of the things that for me, like to make it a little bit broader, you know, I was like taking Turkish at the beginning of the semester, and that's something I've always really enjoyed doing. I like love learning new languages. Um, and so I was really like, oh, I'm going to go live abroad. Like, I'm going to go launch my life and like go do, you know, like that That was the plan. I was applying for jobs mostly in Texas this summer just because I was like, I want to go somewhere different. Um, and, and being in this situation has made me just like, like at first I was really bummed out um, because, I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm stuck in New England. I really hate the winter. It's about to be like an existential heck in winter. Um, But but also I've been just realizing like, oh my gosh, it is so beautiful outside right now. And and there's so many wonderful people that I know that like, you know, having so many friends in my life of like multiple decades at this point is super, super cool to be like near all these people that I love um, and like cultivating community with the people I can feels really cool. Um, And, you know, I definitely can identify with like, oh, I I normally would do so much better in this class, but I've also been just like, you know, it's okay. Like, you know, I think that failure, I used to like do like racing or whatever. And like at the very end of the finish, like when you're like in the sprint is always when you're the most tired and you want to like give up. And it's just kind of like, no, like empty the tank, like just keep going and like, you know, you're make the most of what you have right now because you know it's going to be over kind of thing is, is how I'm trying to think about it. So, yeah. So you're looking at the positives in this. Somehow. Man, I'm trying. Sometimes I get really upset and I unironically listen to Pierce the Veil, but like mostly I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I think but that joke didn't land. It's okay. <laughs> some some 15 year old somewhere is laughing, and I feel better. 
don't know if this is a bad thing to say, but I think it's honestly good to not be as hard on yourself right now. Like, I feel Absolutely. like everyone, everyone's yeah. struggling. Like, if you don't get, like, an A on every assignment, it's, like, it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the end of the yeah. world, especially now. Yeah. Like, there's so many, like, worse things going on in the world mm-hmm. compared to, like, like, oh, I got a B on an assignment. Yeah. yeah. Like school applications. And, and also, like, what success looks like. I mean, we, we are totally sold this, like, like narrative of success where it's like, one day I woke up and I wanted this thing. So I kept doing it at an increasingly intense ferocity yes. until I succeeded. Like, life is not like that at all. There's, like, sometimes you feel really great about yourself. Sometimes you're really tired. Right. Other times you forgot to stay hydrated. Um, and the people who I, like, look at <laughs> as most successful are the ones who can, like, be easy enough on themselves to realize like, oh, if I'm getting B's a lot and I'm normally getting A's, maybe I need to reevaluate if I took on too many things, if I need more time, like for, you know, and, and that that's what a successful person is in my mind is someone who's like, you know, able to deal with failure, not who never yeah, experiences mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. So you there you go. That. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was the quote? Uh, a successful person, someone who's able to deal with failure, not who's never experienced it. Right. Yeah. Maybe if you don't love shirt. If, this is a famous quote by Gary Vaynerchuk, which I live by. Uh-huh. If you don't, if you don't love losing, then you've lost. Ooh, um, deep cut. I love yeah. it. <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, okay. Sorry. I, I know we have other questions, but just because I want to bring the mood up, Scott, I asked you this, and I loved your answer. What is your favorite thing about yourself? That's a good one. Um, oh, this is not a good question for me. Self-love. Here we go. Yes. Sorry, my answer, my ability to overcome failure. Was yes, it was. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Scott, the test. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the answer I know. I knew what it was. No, but honestly. Um, and that it relates to the quote I literally just said. Like, I am a very resilient person. If I fail at something um, in the short term, like, yeah, it'll suck. And it'll, like, be really hard on me. But honestly, it just motivates me to do better in the future and work 10 times harder than I did um, um, beforehand. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of that. Um, oh, yeah. Um, failing, uh, failing the uh, actuarial science exam for the first time. Uh, yeah, that kind of kind of sucked in the moment, but after that, I reevaluated myself. Um, I made a more uh, regimented plan to study, and I ended up passing the next time. So I, I try to do that with every aspect of my life. Um, oh, thanks, Tim. No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to say hanging. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Cool. I don't know, and I, I kind of like failing in that sense. Like I love the mm. love the motivation I get behind trying harder the next time. Do you want to uh, I think planning is definitely a strong suit for me. I'm talking about mm-hmm. long term stuff in particular. Mm-hmm. I gotta really plan out my days the the short term stuff. I guess I just manage that. Mm-hmm. Um but as far as long term, like I have an Excel spreadsheet that's planned out my entire college career. It, it was created freshman year. You would do well at my school. <laughs> <laughs> and now, like, with grad school, like, working uh-huh. on that plan, um, finding, like, the resources I need to help me along the mm-hmm. way. Um, 
can I ask, like, what do you do if something doesn't go according to your plan? Oh, everything's super flexible. So, like, that's part of, again, like, with the long-term stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the spreadsheet that I created freshman year, it's, mm -hmm. it's had multiple, multiple iterations. <laughs> it's the same file, but very little of it is still the same. Um, yeah. But it's, if I do these things, I still have all of these options and like it's narrowing it down along right. the way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now it's, I want to yeah. do whatever gives me the most options next and keep doing that. And then over time, you know, options fall away, but you know, you're narrowing it down by doing whatever gets you the most. So you like, you like having a structured plan, however, a flexible structured plan, very flexible, but very structured. Okay. That's good being open though. Um, yeah, no, I think that there's, it, it's like, there's like a thing with writing, like, cause I, I used to write a lot of essays for philosophy, but it's like, just write like the worst possible version first. So you have like something to go off of and then just keep editing and refining and like, you know, but like just having, it, it's hard to like, you want to take like the next right step, but if you just have a plan, it could keep changing, but like the structure of it is really helpful. Um, and also, isn't there a great quote, like God laughs when you make plans or something like that? And that's maybe yeah. about religion, but here <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the class Scott was talking about a few minutes ago, Fed Challenge. Uh, so I was on the team that presented to the Fed when I took it last year. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, that's the most perfect piece of writing I've ever written. Uh -huh. Because, you know, it, it was presenting to the Fed. It, it mm -hmm. was essentially perfect. And nothing's, it's the only, nothing's perfect. It's the only time I can ever say I wrote something and, like, submitted an assignment that was truly perfect. Like, I couldn't find ways really to make it better. That's I mean, a great yeah, yeah. Um, with I that, I think it was perfect to you. Yeah, because it'd be really. You should reread that in like ten years and just be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it's the only essay I've ever turned in that I was truly proud. That's you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Because every time I turn in an essay, I just okay, I got it to an A or I got it to yeah. a B, and now it's time to submit it because I'm tired of dealing with this. Versus mm -hmm. that, when I submitted it, I was proud because it was everything I needed it to be. But that, uh, what makes me bring that up is that was another essay that like just write it, and it was mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. horrendous when I started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Versus so many other essays that I wrote like pieces of day by day and. Like, my normal approach, even yeah. to this day, a lot of the time is just write a perfect paragraph and then come back later and write another perfect mm -hmm. paragraph. But then you end up with a bunch of perfect paragraphs that don't work well together. Right, right. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing about writing, too, is unlike math, where there is a right and a wrong that you can do, which is what I like about it. You know, writing, you have to really sustain like a long, complicated and, and self-aware thought process and then convey it like effectively. Like it's so freaking hard to do. Terrible. Yeah. And again, for that entire conversation, perfect did not mean perfect, but it meant, like, mm -hmm, proud mm -hmm. of. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Ben, what's your favorite thing about yourself and why? Also an example, maybe. No pressure. <laughs> um, Other than your humility. <laughs> Dude. Lily, <laughs> high-fiving yeah. you. I got you. <laughs> Second time Lily and I have ever met. She knows me so well. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Um, so many options. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is the problem with doing this with your friends. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 um, I would like to think that 
my ability to adapt. I uh, my ability to adapt used to be better. Now, just my ability to work on things, even if I'm not motivated or I don't enjoy it. Like, I can get a solid B-plus on something, even if it's, like, not a fun subject. That's your favorite thing about yourself? Yeah, because... Like, if you met this it, guy, I, you'd be like, I like your ability to work on something and not enjoy it. <laughs> I know, I know it sounds bad, but, like, in a non-school setting, like, uh-huh. there are so many things in life that we don't always enjoy, but there are things that we have to do. That's true, and that's true. Okay. my ability to do the things that I need to do, even if they're not always about having fun, mm-hmm. I'm glad that I can do those things. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's right. That's so funny because I listen to podcasts all the time that are like, screw the things you hate. It's like, do what you love. Yeah, but like yeah. laundry, you know, or like getting enough <laughs> sleep. Like, these small things in life that really do make a difference. Yeah. yeah. Do the thing. Oh, laundry. Yeah. Well, that, I'm Well, like, what's yours? Yeah, I mean, I this isn't like quite as like work oriented, but like I love my sense of humor, and I get to hang out with myself all the time. And like I, I meant what I said earlier. Like, if you can find like anything funny, life is so much better. And especially with like right. how like painfully awkward breakout rooms are these days, and just like all of the really sad, messed up things that happen in the world. Like, it's really nice to feel like I can still laugh at that stuff and like be able to make myself laugh. Um, and it's, it's a great coping mechanism. I mean, I, you know, it, and, and also it feels really good to make other people laugh and like, and that's like the best way to get someone to like feel comfortable around you. So I, you know, that, I think that's probably my favorite thing about Lily Claire Campbell. Yeah. It's a very deep podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had me on round two, so. <laughs> I wasn't ready for this today. <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk about grades in school this is really interesting that i think you have to say your gpa no i'm not saying (laughs) (laughs) say your gpa and why and also (laughs) you don't know but i would like to know i want to hear i want to hear everyone's thoughts on how how much people are caring about grades now um and the effort they're putting into their classes compared to when everything was in person i think it depends on the class as well, um, like one of my professors, like literally this class, he said to us like last week, he was like, listen guys, you all are getting like a B minus just by taking what I'm giving you. But like, if you really do try and learn this stuff, you can easily get an A. Like he didn't even bother posting midterm grades because we all knew that we had like B pluses or A minuses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like great, because it's, like it's like a senior high junior class. Like he's not, here to give us a grade, he's here to make sure we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So in that in those cases, it's grading, I guess, is easier because we're not focusing and he's not focusing on grading us, he's focusing on actually teaching us. Um but there are other classes where all right. Oh my laundry's done? <laughs> no, my mom's calling me, but I will call her. Later. Go ahead. Wow, we take priority. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> Zach, 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 come say hi. Come say hi. Zach, what's popping? <laughs> How we living? How we living? So, Zach, yeah. if you could give us like a one to two <laughs> sentence explanation of what you think about online classes. Well, I wanted him to say his favorite <laughs> thing about himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's your favorite thing about yourself? And yeah. why? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you just woke <laughs> up or not. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, it's hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, maybe me and Zach can get over the soccer, the soccer one. Oh, I, that's on me. I'm sorry, gang. <laughs> Were we talking about grades? Or, We're talking uh, about grades. No, you, yeah. I was probably rambling. Some of this can go. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. As, as far as uh, grades, I think it is good for people to cut themselves some slack this semester. But like I was saying a few minutes ago, like especially if you're thinking about grad school, I completely agree for jobs. GPA doesn't matter that much. Right. I've seen so many studies on it. We ran a regression mm -hmm. on that. Yeah. Oh, really? Cool. The, the regression that we ran was $84 for a full one-point increase in your GPA. So someone who graduates with a 4.0 makes $84 more per year than somebody who graduates with a 4.0. I love that. That's that awesome. was not the best. It was, it was from the 1990s it was, or something. That's yeah, I was going to say, also, you should probably, like, control for age and race. and. But I, I think, like it, yeah, gender so, was controlled for in that okay. one. So very basic regression, but it did tell a pretty good story. I mean, I think that the point of the regression is, like, you could do a much better study and probably get a number different than 84, but there is a difference, but it's minor. minor. Was it, but it wasn't significant? No. Um, was the p-value on that? Zero. Yeah, it was, no, 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 it was high p-value. Our square, our square was zero. If your p-value is low, your null hypothesis must go. Oh! Ah! <laughs> No, the the I don't remember that. That's a good one. You had a tattooed, yeah. Was it significant? It said it was significant. Yeah. Our, I, want, I want to get a tattoo. Our square was on my leg. Like, it was zero. Do you not have a tattoo? I do. You ran one. It was zero. I got some tattoos and then I realized they were permanent and now I don't get them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But about grades, I think. Uh, Keep in mind what your end goal is. Uh, for me, it's grad school. So as much as it would be nice to cut myself some slack, you know, it's it's on the weekdays. Like, they've certainly observed this. Sometimes I cut myself some slack on the weekdays. But, like, when the test is coming up, I got to learn this. Mm -hmm. um, because grad school is the, the end goal here. And I do have to keep the grades up because it's not like employment. They, they are going to tear apart my transcript. Like, where did you get these lower grades? Where did you get these higher grades? Mm -hmm. So it depends on what the goal is. Yeah. And, and even within grad school, you know, there's a great, you know, thing about like big fish, small pond mentality, right? So, you know, the, the rate of publishing like, you know, lab results or whatever for people like in Harvard or MIT is, is actually pretty comparable to state schools. And so it, there's a whole thing where like, when you go to a really competitive school, you are surrounded by a bunch of other people who are also the smartest person in the room. So then you feel dumb by comparison, you know, but like if you, you know, you can go to a lot of different places for grad school and there are a lot of opportunities there. So like, even within that, I, but I, I see your point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a very cool, do you, okay. Have you guys read the book Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance? Nope. Yeah, this was a, it's a very big deal in like the 80s so if you feel like a deep cut if you want to understand your dad better i would definitely recommend this book um but there's a, a you know it, it's about um wait what what have you heard actually i'm, I'm just curious like just the the title very little but no i've okay. actually heard of that book i had a yeah. teacher in high school talk about it a few times 
it's a really it, i reread it actually during quarantine while biking around um like on audiobook and so it, it's an awesome awesome book and i keep going back to it but there's a, a part where he talks about um he's he's looking at like what does it mean to be part of the church of reason i.e like the university or like be part of like some institution where the goal is like to like learn stuff and like become like a better more critical thinker and so he has this whole kick about like well how do grades measure that and so he does an experiment where he um, is teaching a class and he doesn't tell them their grades it's a class in rhetoric and he doesn't tell them their grades until the end of the semester um, and so there's a whole, it kind of goes through like how each different student class reacts to it. But basically the people who were really high achieving actually tended to be even more high achieving because they were so worried about not being high achieving that they like came to every class and stayed late and like did the thing. Mm -hmm. And then the people who were like middle achieving, like slumped at the beginning and then got nervous and then spiked back up and everyone else just failed out. And I've been thinking about that with Zoom University because it is sort of like you don't really no, like you don't have other people really to like gauge how you're doing or like see that like at that immediate impact. So it kind of does feel like you don't really know what's going on, even if you can see your grade. Um, and I definitely feel like since I'm normally like a B student, I slumped in the beginning and I'm now like, oh, no, I'm going to, you know, screw it up. And I'm like generally feeling more motivated. Um, but also I have one professor who's only grading like two assignments the entire semester. And it's really stressing me out because I feel like if I don't have feedback consistently, it's really hard to tell how I'm doing. Um, and so I've just been going to like every single one of his office hours and scheduling more of them. Um, and he recognized me while I was running yesterday while wearing a mask. <laughs> so that's like, okay. the amount of time that we've spent like on Zoom together. Honestly, uh, tough. yeah, I can't stress enough going to office hours just in general. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. if you have a question, like go to yeah. office hours if it's before, if it's like closer to now than class, like mm -hmm, get mm -hmm. to know your professors. They love having you in office hours. Uh, yeah, so well, like, I always like have like pretend that my due date for an assignment is the next office hours that's being held and then like do it up until that point and then just turn it in afterwards. Yeah. Pro tip. Yeah. It's uh it's got a digital. I I just really wanted to know like I'll, I'll give my opinion on this. <laughs> like what do you think grade how grades are gonna uh, be different compared to last semester, just whenever uh -huh. classes in person. Oh, it's a tough question. I think on average, if I'm making a blanket statement, not like an economic statement, like, oh, I'm going to make a blanket statement and say that grades are going to be higher during really? online classes. Because you think professors are just caring I less? Think, or? I think professors are going to be very lenient with students. They know that it's having a toll on their mental health. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's studies revolving around mental health and grades. Um, I think they're going to be a little, little loose when it comes to the grading, especially at the end. Maybe like not right now, but I think when there's some final grades, they'll right, and they have to like talk like, to people in office hours who are yeah. like crying and they're like, "It's fine, you pass." <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I know one example in particular: a girl I tutor um, didn't do the best on her exam, mm -hmm. but the teacher was like, "Oh, don't worry, like you still have time, and you're, you'll do fine in the end." Um, yeah, I think I teachers like, really just want you to like learn something, you know. Yeah. Counter argument. You know me, Thomas. He's about to give me a counter argument. I. I'm ready. Get the whiteboard out. Here we go. Average. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think the average GPA is going to be higher or lower because I think there's going to be a ton of professors that give out way more A's than they ever have for mental health, and there's going to be a ton of professors who are like, I'm not changing my grading system. 
So like right now, again, back to grad school, because I've been giving a lot of thought to this, mm-hmm. you know, because grad school, it, it's a competition between mm-hmm. me and other students and our transcripts. And, you know, I'm hoping to have this many A's and B's and everything. But I feel like transcripts, particularly going in this year, are going to look so weird because there's going to be students yeah. that were straight A's, but then suddenly with COVID, they're like straight B's and like the school, like, is that COVID? Did they give up? You know, is that relevant? Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be other students that were, you know, straight A minus and suddenly straight A's with COVID. And it, it's going to be, I think they're going to have a hard time selecting and trying to figure out. And it's going to be interesting what weight grads, grad schools put on the first three years compared to senior year. Right. Right. Because they know, they knew what to expect from the three, but they didn't know for senior year. Well, and especially if grad school is going to be all remote next semester, you know, maybe they're more likely to select students who have a, have demonstrated an ability to like stay motivated and like keep showing up, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I feel like, you know, obviously a lot of different people are dealing with lots of different things, but I do know a number of humans who just kind of like completely checked out and like stopped trying. And I think that that's probably the, like the only actual thing you could do that would be a bad idea in this scenario of just like figuring out how weird this is, is to like, just think it doesn't matter. Cause like time keeps going, you know, like it, it, it's just, it's still happening. And, and yeah. 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 So we're all gonna drop out of school and create a yeah. commune, and yeah. <laughs> no, we already Anyway, I think last thoughts. Wait, wait. So Lily, did you give an answer there? Do you think grades are gonna go up or down? Well, no. I mean, I definitely. I feel like more professors are gonna be more lenient than, to be honest. But I also think that more students are giving themselves an internal pass. Um, so I don't know. I don't even know if grades would really be the best way of measuring that. I mean, I definitely think more people are taking gap years and like taking time off and maybe that will become more normalized. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's super, super weird. But yeah, I, I think my answer was that, that the people who, who already were good at school will continue to do good at school, will probably do better. The people who are used to kind of doing in the middle will have a harder time, but ultimately be fine. And then everyone else is like a little bit screwed. That's why I think okay. we'll amplify inequality. It'll be yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Not even like the economic, but like also the academic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think. <laughs> have con- a great day, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> a good way to conclude this podcast um, is every one of us just gives one tip to students right now who are maybe out there struggling with uh, school, especially during COVID times. And give everyone a second to think. I know Have you tried fun. wanting it more? I'm just kidding. No, I honestly, my, my biggest tip, because I feel like I've really perfected the art of like dropping out society and then re-entering and then, you know, um, is, is just like, it's, it's much better to be like, darn, I just spent a whole day watching Vine compilations on the internet. Um, you know, I'm going to do 14 hours tomorrow or something similar, Ben. I'm going to do 14 hours tomorrow, tomorrow, and then you don't do 14 hours and then you feel guilty or you do 14 hours and then you feel dead. Like, just just like, like be a pattern, like be a pattern, however imperfect. And like just doing a little bit um, is so much better than not doing any and promising yourself you're going to overwork tomorrow. Because I think that 
one of the things I've learned in my life is like consistency is key, you know, and, and those big, I, I do not do well cramming, but like, you know, just doing a little bit is always better. And kind of, if you've gotten in a slump of not doing work, don't try to overcompensate the next day, just kind of try to like slowly ramp up. Um, but you can do it. I believe in you. It's going to be fine. Ultimately, the sun will explode. All right, who's next? <laughs> I think, uh, set a medium term attainable goal. So mm. like, I, I view a medium term as one year. Okay. A, a long term it would be many ten years, years out. Ten years? Usually. In three or four. Okay. Uh, short term is like a mm. month. Yeah. So set like a one year out goal and start just putting your energy into that and try to focus on that. And, and you know, I'm really thinking academic goals right now, but even if it's not academic, you know, just pouring your energy into any any goal, I think, helps all aspects of your life. Scott, so <laughs> Tim's literally just describing this book that I got. It's a 30-day challenge. challenge. I also recommend this book. It literally, I'm not done with it, but it's literally just a bunch of different challenges that you can focus on for 30 Are days. Are you doing any of them right now? Yeah, I am doing some of them. One of them is flossing every day. I love flossings. I, I started Oral hygiene is really important. Can we talk about that for a couple of minutes? Now with masks, like, I'm not even brushing my teeth for you guys. I'm brushing my teeth for this thing. Yeah, yeah it's like the greenhouse effect, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but uh, that's, a good, that's a good thing. Like, set some goals for yourself. And definitely, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're struggling with finding goals, read this book. There's like a million books that have this. Are you are you focusing on relationships? <laughs> relationships. Um, fitness. My, my relationship eating. advice is always just be extremely vulnerable. Go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the rest will relationship just goals. be yourself, and you'll attract the people that most are attracted. Most yep. of them are yep. attracted. Yeah, you can't get away. Most can't get away. People think of or not the most. Most of the what? Say again. Most goals people come up with for relationships have to do with the other person and therefore are not attainable. <laughs> That's so true. Like, my goal is for you to change this part of your personality. <laughs> Literally 100% of your relationship goals, I believe, should be about you. That way, it's in benefit to the other person, not about even the relationship. I don't know. I, again, oh, I'm yeah, I, I, mean, I went off about Heidegger or... about this last time. I think that's super, super accurate. And especially in this time where like communication is so much more important because you're not seeing a lot of people like, you know, a relationship doesn't just have to be like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, yeah. girlfriend, you know, like right. it's just any type of like interpersonal, but like practicing that is so valuable. Yeah. And, and realizing what you can't change about other people and just like being okay with it. It's a life, a life goal for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my tip would be similar to what I said earlier. Don't be as hard on yourself and just realize in, in um, a few years from now, this will all be over and um, I think everything will work itself out because usually in life, everything works itself out for the most part. Not always, but I think everyone gets to the place they were destined to be in life. Do you, do you believe in predestination or like fate? Like, do you think it's inevitable or it's just that like... You can take, like, is the end goal inevitable, inevitable or is each action inevitable? Or is there a difference? Oh, if you knew all that. the conditions <laughs> of the Big Bang, you would know exactly what was going to happen next. I mean, there's opportunity. I don't know. I don't, Maybe, I, yeah. There's opportunity cost with everything. I don't think you're, you never know where you're truly going to wind up. But I think, like, wherever you wind up, I think it's, I think it's the right place. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, like, look back at, at life, it's, like, every single thing is just, like, oh, of course that happened, and of course this happened, and it all kind of makes sense, but it's only, like, looking forward that it's really confusing. That's how I feel sometimes. Yeah. The way that we are right now, the way that you are right now, whoever's listening to this or watching this, is not who you are meant to, not meant really, but it's not who you're meant to, we're not done yet. Nobody's finished, nobody's a finished product, we're all works in process, so yeah, we're still on the other. Other than Tim. Um, other than Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'm... He's cooked. Yeah. I will be exactly like this for the rest of my life. <laughs> Even his hairline will recede. Um, so my tip is to, instead of going through life looking for what you have to do next, go through life and look for like one thing a day or one thing a week that you should become next. Like for yourself, like I should become a better listener. I should become a better public speaker. All, anything in between those both related to speaking, but whatever. We're not done yet, so. Yeah, well, no, Scott. and that definitely relates to, to what Scott said, too, about, like, just be be okay about, you know, like, it, it's fine. Like, you don't have to be perfect, and especially yeah. if you're in school, like, the whole point is that you don't know the thing you're trying to learn. Like, you wouldn't be doing it if you already knew how to do it, you know, so. Yeah. Practice gratefulness. Practice gratefulness? Yeah. Hi, yeah, attitude is gratitude. What's up, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking. This is like the deepest podcast we've ever had. Um, I don't know. I think the first one with Lily was. <laughs> I was. I was Lily and John on a podcast. Oh, that was. Is that the professor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember last time I was like, "Set me up," and you were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> he has children. Yeah. Okay. Should we get that off somehow? Yeah. Um, no, I, I really appreciate you guys um, being open. I, I'm definitely like not in the shallow end of the pool mood today, but it's super lovely to chat and hear how everything's going. And it's like a weird time, so you know. I'm glad I had more energy this this time. <laughs> I don't know if you picked up our first podcast. I was like so happy. I go to sleep at 9:45. I was like, this is too late, but like I'm gonna be a team player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were sunburned. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like the worst sunburn I ever had. I had like the mask line because literally I spent no. like nine or ten hours just standing on like a blacktop directing traffic. Oh, it was so bad. And was, I expected to be volunteering in indoors, so like I didn't bring sunscreen. Turns out I should have brought sunscreen. I put on sunscreen every single day because I'm a winner and I'm vain and I care about wrinkles. <laughs> That's my, my pro tip. <laughs> Usually I'm pretty good against burns, but not that day. You gotta make it part of the routine yeah. after toner before moisturizing. I feel like it's a good, it's a good place to end. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Kim, you want to take us out? All right. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, so, once again, just please like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we do have links down below to our merch. Uh, additionally, no, we don't have Amazon at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but check out the description. We may or may not have Amazon affiliate links by the time it's posted. <laughs> we don't. But, yeah. <laughs> I have a shirt that has Ben's face on it, I must say. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tim's face. Obviously, Tim's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Alright. Oh wait, no, you forgot. The it's in the scripts, Tim. Oh, oh. I, I feel like it is. Thank you, Lily, for being on. <laughs> that was no, what? <laughs> the last sentence. Well, really. that, that DM, whatever. Oh, so we're currently at 100 subs. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost at 1,000. No, 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 no. Read the no, sentence. Right, no. We're almost at 1,000 listens on the audio version. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to all of the viewers. Thank you to all the subscribers. We just got to 100 subscribers. We are so excited. Thank you for everybody listening to the audio version. We have a thousand listens almost. I'm sure we'll get there very soon. We'll keep you updated on progress. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Good luck.